In this week's episode of Sunnydale Study Group, we figure out the two best Buffy episodes, the two best Angel episodes, and we argue a lot. All right, let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Sunnydale Study Group, a podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm Omar. I'm Chris. And this week we are joined yet again by a very, very special guest. It's Dale Kingsville. Hi guys. How's it going? I'm Dale. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, Dale. (laughs) Coming to you live. Yeah, Dale. Down under. I want someone to say that every time I talk. Every time you talk? Yeah, but not over me. It's just like when I start talking, because I talk a lot, I feel like I start talking, there's a pause, they go, yeah, Dale, I keep talking. And that covers this for like every 10 minutes. Were I in Australia, I would do that at least twice. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of twos, we are almost at the end. We are in the last lap, arguably, of our Buffy and Angel, March Madness. That's right. If you've been tuning in for the last two weeks, you know what's going on. And if you haven't, we're about to tell you. We have chosen the best episodes of Buffy, the best episode of Angel. We have pitted them Spoiler against alert, each other. chosen was not chosen. I think it's worse than all the ones I picked. <laughs> it's good. But I mean, like, what was Willow's plan? Yeah, no, it's, yeah, like, it's a great ending for where the series was. But really, um, they tanked it before then. So it's like... This is the best it could have been, I guess. She's like, look, we have no research into this magic spell, but we're just guessing. We're just gonna do it. (laughs) I know everybody was really mad that I led a bunch of people to their deaths and my friend was maimed and a bunch of innocents died based on plans that were a little loosey-goosey, but we have an inkling that this one is gonna work. And just uh, just so you know... Uh, everybody, we are no longer going episode by episode. If you want an episode by episode breakdown for season four beyond, check out Hellmouthy slash Tall, Dark, and Broody. Or if you want uh, to check out Buffering the Vampire Slayer, they are ending season three right now, going into season four, as well as launching a spinoff podcast with two hosts that will not be Jenny and Kristen, but are their two good friends, and that is called Angel on Top. They're going to be doing a simultaneous Angel podcast. Please go follow them if you want the episode by episode breakdown. But we are going crazy sp- Spoiler town. So guess what? Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Giles comes back at the end of season six to save everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Good spoiler. Good choice. Uh, and if you like that uh, reference, you'll also enjoy hopping over to Thank You for Questing because did you did you spot the Giles reference that was made? Yes, I'd like to test that theory. Great, 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 Mm -hmm. great, great, great. So I spoiled that. Spoiler alert! I spoiled that for my sister, and I didn't realize spoilers were a thing yet. And at the end of season six, she hadn't seen the finale of season six yet. And I was just so jazzed about Giles's like fighting Dark Willow that I was like, and then Giles comes in and she was like, no, no. And then afterwards, I was like, yeah, I ruined that. I'm not a very violent person. That's not true. Well, no, I, well, I I'm not a very actively violent person. Like, I have the capability. Like, you know how Bruce Banner isn't, like, always the Hulk? You describe violence and wish it upon people, but I'm you don't... I don't necessarily wish it, but I, I describe... I, I, it's I feel there. like you're getting it's into there. a philosophical, like, everyone is capable of great violence. If, like, they right, with great limit, violence but... comes a lot of responsibility. You don't wish it on people, but you're often like, these people should be... Like, like, for example, wish embarrassment bad. rather than pain. Although I do want to fight everyone, that. so who knows? Yeah, like okay, like well, a Cersei Lannister shame bell around Donald Trump's neck as he's dragged through the streets while we all have a parade. Great. Right. The thing I was going to say was that I 
<laughs> went to go buy the last Harry Potter book, and I walked out of Jewel Osco in Illinois, and this one kid was about to, like, he thought it was funny to, like, yell the end of, like, the, the book, because, like, they flipped forward. Yeah. And I had heard about that happening, and so I just marched. It was, like, a steady, just, like, like a Peggy Carter walk up to this person, threatening to clock them in the face, and they stopped instantly and went away. And, and I was just st- like, don't they, you dare st- do that! And they still spoiled it. Not in front of my daughter! I had two Harry Potter spoilers for me as well. Great! So we're going to jump into our March Madness bracket and find out what's the best Buffy episode and what's the best Angel episode. Are you both ready for it? Mm-hmm. Yeah! All right, you guys ready? All right, I think so. Are yes. you ready, Dale Kingsville? Yes. All right, should we start on the uh, on the Buffy side because we were just angeling or go one, the, one, one side, one the other? One side, one the other. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. The first game... The matchup is Once More with Feeling versus The Wish. Oh, okay. Three, two, one. Once More with Feeling. Once More with Feeling. That is correct. (laughs) That is correct. Okay, your cheering crowd is starting to sound more like dying gasps. Okay, first of all, that's sad. That's a sad image. That's just Grand Thor snoring. That's just and second of all, that's just Grand Thor. That's just Grand Thor snoring. Grand Thor, can you please Grand Thor two things in in this order? Can you make us two lattes? And then can you also um, no milk mine please? No milk lattes. <laughs> and no, we're not talking about substitute that with like like almond milk. Nope. We mean just no milky substance. Thank you, Grand Thor. In fact, honestly, he's paid I, well. Yeah, he's paid well in college And he college takes credits. pleasure in his mundane tasks. Loves it. So, great. Uh, Dale Kingsmill, why do you think Once More With Feeling wins over the witch? I mean, I, I think in terms of uh, personal enjoyment, I might be, uh, you know how your love for the really classic episodes that you've seen like 3,000 times kind of comes in waves? Like you've seen it so much that you start to tire of it and you sort of dip down in a little... Does anyone? Yep, the yeah, okay, good. Lift. So I'm not crazy. I'm not alone here. Um, so I think I, I personally am in a little bit of a dip for once more with feeling, but and and I like person. I, I'm explaining this really well, just so that you know. Um, You're doing a great job. Yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> the wish for me right now is probably a more enjoyable episode. It's like wow, it's such a departure from the series. Um, but once more with feeling as like a, a, a sort of a What's that word? A, a nexus, um, a a catalyst for the events in its season. A betting noir. Yeah, a bet noir, a hobgoblin, a thing that yeah. pisses me off. Um, yeah, it it just does such a good job, and I mean, the wish does that, but kind of for the B plots that are going on in in its season. You know, you've got all your stuff with Cordy and Xander, and you know, all these things happening, but it's. For the every plot, every plot comes together in Once More with Feeling. It's everything is out in the open, and suddenly you have to acknowledge it and face it and communicate, and it's hard. And then you've got Willow trying to not communicate in Tabula Rasa in the next one. It's like it just it leads to everything. You can't have the rest of the season without Once More with Feeling. On the other hand, <laughs> on the other hand, I would say that. I do not go to screenings and sing-alongs of The Wish. I go to screenings and sing-alongs of Once More with Feeling, which is why I think it's a better Does episode. And if you're like, wait a second. Does anyone sing-alongs and screenings of The Wish? 
No, no one does. I'm gonna I mean, first. Why... I'm gonna I'm gonna go set up a a monthly of the oh. wish sing along. Yeah, yeah <laughs> or you just like be like. I wish Buffy had never come to Sunnydale. It's like yeah, a, it's, it's like an auto news situation. They're just talking on the screen, and we're all singing their lines. Yeah, exactly. Why does everyone wear black? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're out past curfew. <laughs> Cleveland was great. Now. I miss Cleveland. Bored <laughs> <laughs> now. Okay. That's its own song. Bored now. Yeah. Um, I I would say I would say that. In the other hand. That once more with feeling has you know screenings that people flock to and sing together and is a Buffy communal thing and then you take Dale's uh, argument hand you take my argument hand you put it together and it's one single clap because oh I hate it, this metaphor more, yeah. I hate it like, I'm, I'm not done yet <laughs> I want to abandon my argument that I still agree <laughs> you, just so you're I gonna leave it empty-handed this metaphor. <laughs> I also would like to add something into these final discussions. Is so throw a hand in. It all as we all know He can take the place of my Really what in terms of like better versus what you liked, to me they actually are one and the same generally. Because whether a story works or not in you know, if you're looking at it in like Aristotle science terms, is did it achieve yeah, did it achieve? He's a scientist <laughs> and a scientist. Um, if you're looking at it in the Aristotle science of story argument, the reason it works for you or doesn't work for you is does it achieve it a, a cognitive formula? That's... <laughs> <laughs> right, but if you're looking at it in terms of does it achieve the reaction? All right, parenthetical, really quick. I agree with what you're saying, Chris. I agree with what you're saying, Dale. I want you both to convince me. Is Aristotle a scientist or not? You each get one sentence. We'll determine this right now. Scientist, because while he was the student of philosophers, if you look at the way he breaks everything down, not just in terms of the ideas of the mind, but also is our earliest researcher into the basics of plant life, as well as the human anatomy, and he has passed down to us all of the early research of that sort of stuff, and that he used his analysis of his uh, teacher's Plato's philosophies, as well as stuff like storytelling, and use those same kinds of methods to break it all down. Uh, over to you, Dale. Sure, I buy it. Dale wins. <laughs> Dale wins. So, but in terms of the moment of your cognitive mm. catharsis, right. what for each of you? And we'll say we'll each go. You guys go first for these last four. Uh, these last eight episodes of Buffy and Angel we're going to analyze. What is the moment that hits you the hardest? So, the so one, only the out one of the, moment. the ones that we've been talking so about. So right now we'll do, it, we'll do it each by each. But once more with feeling and the wish. What's the big moment that hits you the hardest? Of the winner or both? Of, of both. Um, for once more with feeling, um, um, this is a weird answer, probably just after you've had the um, intro and she's and Buffy has finished singing her, you know, going through the motions, and then she j- it cuts to her just kind of walking into the magic box, and it's like, oh, this is like we know all the of the turmoil, and then we see her pretending to be normal, like that to me is a really Ooh. kind of defines Buffy. Wow. And what about the wish? Mm. 
Um, for the wish, I mean, I want to say that it's um, something really powerful and poignant, like when um, Oz shoves Evil Willow against the uh, the wooden pointy thing and she dies and it's like they don't even know that they're in love in the other universe um but actually for me it's just seeing uh characters like larry being part of the good guys seeing in this alternate universe that there's still going to be even when they're downtrodden still going to be a group of humans who are trying to do the right thing and trying to be good and trying to yeah love it omar to you i'm gonna say once more i'm feeling i touch the fire and it freezes me oh nice incredible line incredible visual for me from the wish I think Chris and I might have the same answer, which is Giles saying, just, I have to believe. Yep. I have to believe oh, that there's a better universe. Oh, yeah, that's a great yep. one. Oh, my gosh. The other dimension, how do you know it's any better than this one? It has to be. And you're like, Giles, you're the best. We love you. Oh, Giles. We should call uh, Bailey Kane and get her on the mic about that moment. Hey, really quick, Bailey Kane, how do you feel about Giles? <laughs> great. I agree with you, Omar, on that one. And for once more feeling for me, I gotta be I gotta be honest. What's the one that snaps the old waterworks? <laughs> Buffy and Spike kiss. Alright. Snaps the waterworks. Snaps the waterworks. And I hate that relationship too. I hate that relationship. But I like it up to that point, except for the fact that I don't. But in that moment, <laughs> what? I do. This is like me doing my taxes. It's do you have so dependence? Bizarre, Not but necessarily. I get what but... you mean. It's like, I hate that relationship, but in the moment of like, I think it is, it's like a Spike is, Spike is a vampire that for the majority of us seeing him is actually evil, but like how the judge detects that there's humanity on Spike and he can't, like he can't kill Angelus because when Angelus shows up, he's like, there's no humanity. Spike and Drusilla reek of love. Mm. So he could kill them because they have yeah. humanity. Spike, who actually is soulless, but is someone who does have love in him in that moment of the like the magic behind music and Buffy and Angel, that his pure music self reveals like the William within him. Mm. And to me, he is William in that episode. Without um, all the music stuff, I get it. Because I feel like I, I feel that way about Buffy and Angel. Like, I, I will flippantly refer to myself as a Bangel shipper if I have to pick a ship. Um, same. But, but like, half the time I'm logically going, this is terrible. Like, this is... Neither of you actually seem happy until you are, and then it's yeah. the worst. Um, but... I still, there there are those things where I'm like, in this moment, watching this show, all the logic leaves my brain, and I just, I just ship it. Could could we quickly um, just throw a little Sunnydale study group uh, invention here and say that uh, when two people who don't necessarily belong together and aren't great end up having a nice moment together that we still approve of, can we call it something like biking? Biking. Buffy and spiking. I like <gasps> it. That I don't know if that's a, 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 a gasp of agreement from Dale, though, if I'm being honest. I don't think I gasp in not agreement. No, I do. I just oh, remember okay, I do. I do. Oh, well, great. Well, that was just, wow, that really <laughs> was a bucket of cold water after hey. what I thought was a shower. But I do agree. Hey, if you're going to gasp. I, it was me realizing, why do we call it Spuffy instead of Bike? And then I thought about it for a second and went, because Bike is a terrible ship name. So that's what was happening. That's what the gasp was. Oh, I have a much better um, uh, uh, Kylo Ren and uh, Hux shipping Please name. Please tell us. The official ship name. But no, no, we'll get to it later. No, is it I a Hux? No, because I don't like lazy portmanteaus, and they've taken over the shipping world. 
Uh, Huxley. <gasps> Great. Huxlow, 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 Huxlow. No, Huxley. Screw it. I'm sorry. If you can push two characters together in your mind, even if it's not necessarily super canonical, but you're not okay with me adding an extra letter onto their name to make it sound cute, then too bad, so sad. I'll see you in court. Let's move on to our next Buffy bracket. What do we got, Chris? <laughs> or are we doing Angel now? Uh, We're doing Angel now. Oh, we're having a oh, yeah, over to Angel. Oh man, <laughs> too too bad, so sad. I'll see you in court. So All <laughs> right, guys, we've me. got That's it. smile time. Start. Smile time. The puppet episode of Angel versus the finale of Angel. Not fade away. <gasps> season five v season five. <gasps> what do you got? Dog. A three, a two, a one. Smile Not fade time. Away. Oh, it's we've got hard. some disagreements. It's hard because they're so tonally different. Both have puppets. I'm just kidding. Only one of them has puppets. Well, one of them has a puppet if, you know, like, we're all the senior partners' puppets. I mean, wow. Illyria is kind of puppeting Fred's body around still. True. It's like an old god or demon, you know, using a person as a puppet. Yeah. Great. So what are our arguments? <laughs> all right. We move to uh, home court disadvantage. We move to you, Dale. <laughs> I don't know if that means you give the disadvantage of the home court. I don't think that's what it means, but please continue. None of us know sports. This is terrible. No, I do, and I just corrected what was said. I know stuff about sports. Okay, great. So home court disadvantage <laughs> goes to Dale Kingsville. Uh, uh, smile time us. Um, look, I just think it's fun. Really is like my my like rock solid nice. uh, argument. No, I just I just think it's like it's just a solid example of what Angel can be. It's just like in in amongst this show that overwhelmingly is so like brood central. It's like no, but look, here's what it can be. It can still be fun interactions between characters. It can still be quirky but scary um, plot threads. It can still be like. You know, it's just, it just feels like home. Aww. Well, I'm glad that your home isn't Los Angeles because that's where I live. And Not Fade Away is the conclusion to a story that takes place solely in Los Angeles and explores aspects of our outer world being terrible, but being able to join with people you trust, even if you have faced terrible situations and consequences, coming together on everyone else's behalf. Like, that's the thing that really gets me, is that they just make the choice. They're like, we're standing up for ourselves. Yes, and you're, like, plunging the world into a hell dimension. Now, my best friend and amazing human being, Dale Kingsville, makes some very good points. I really want to emphasize that. And I agree with where she's coming from. But where Which I come is from is from Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but okay. But how how is it when we're trying to sync up our audio, your lag is like five <laughs> minutes behind. But when I have an argument, you're suddenly on like the tail of my sentence. Listen. The universe is on my side. <laughs> Uh, and the universe, but the universe, but, but the universe That's is not nice. on our. <laughs> There's two. Okay, we have to choose <laughs> one to the bit. Universe on your side. <laughs> uh, not fade away. That last shot is the moment of angel for me. That's why I vote for it. All right, guys. <clears throat> confer, confer, confer. Uh, let me uh, consult with the judges now. While smile time is some peak hilarious comedy, <laughs> really great stuff. I put it on the list. And while Not Fade Away is a pretty good 
conclusion to something that was suddenly canceled. <laughs> For, it is. It's, it is. Yeah, you're right. Because Whedon and Co. were told you have the highest ratings that Angel has ever had. Let's cancel. We had you, Whedon, who wanted Spike to die in the Hellmouth and was told by the WB, we will cancel your other series if you do not find a way to put this character into the show and brought him on as a weird ghost. I am going to... It was. It's very unnatural for the first, like... Basically until the episode Destiny, season five, is the weirdest thing in the world. Number five. All right. (laughs) So, um, anyway, I am going to go with not fade away. I hate it that I think you snap in smug victory. If they could see your face. Those aren't snaps. Those are clams cheering me on. We're recording at a tide pool. And a little <laughs> shout out to the title of Not Fade Away, Pop Quiz. Who knows what, what? Who knows my friend Watt Smith? No. I do. All right. Who knows That's what that title is a reference to? to not fade away? Mm-hmm. I know what it's a reference to. Your question was just, who knows what it's a reference to? I answered it. What is that a reference to? Oh, damn, that's a little bit harder. It uh, sounds like a is... lyric to a Muse song. So that's Dale's answer. A Muse song that came out after the finale of Angel. I am going to say that it is a reference to screenwriting because you have to fade out at the end. But instead, you Right, don't. but they say fade out. Even wronger. That was an even wronger. Even wronger than Dale, because it is actually a, it is a reference to a Buddy Holly song. See, I was close up. a Buddy Holly song. song of the same title, Not Fade Away, which was later covered and perhaps popularized uh, more to the modern audience of the world by, by the Grateful Dead. Oh, oh I like them. <laughs> They're good. They're good. When are they coming out with their next album? <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> All right, so now we're back to Buffy. Now we're back to a, a, the second round of Buffy elimination. Back to Buffy, the Buffy similar. Yep, I said it already. You can just go ahead and hop to the episode names. Graduation, parts one and two, versus Hush. Three, two, one. Graduation Day. Oh, another disagreement. Another disagreement. All right, home court disadvantage, Dale. Oh, I'm sorry. Your choice. Okay, great. Omar, Omar first, or, or do you want him to go first? I, I don't mind, but... You know, no, let's stick with our home court disadvantage. Let's go ahead and throw it over to the I just, and you, I just and you feel also like get when I last... go first, Omar prepares like an Atticus Finch response <clears throat> that is like, it's True. he doesn't work on his arguments at all. He just builds up a bunch of adjectives to use and adverbs. Now, fine. Now, I, now, now it might be a hot summer day. <laughs> In the sweltering heat with a sick dog walking down the street. He starts like putting his <laughs> like hands a Chris in his best and if I know one thing, addressing it's, the jury. Yeah. It's like, it's a whole thing. You, 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 you don't know someone until you walk a mile in their skin. You know what I'm saying? Yes, until you peel was off skin. Was that your Gregory Peck impression? put it on. It was not my Gregory Peck impression. It was my Atticus Finch impression from the book. I went right to the source material and I quoted it. And it might have been in the movie, mm-hmm. but I'm not quoting an actor. I'm quoting the character. Now let's talk about Hush really quickly. How come it sounded like... Yeah, you go first, Omar. Omar, go first. So That's... It sounded a little like Foghorn Leghorn Ooh. trying to like fit in in the north. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a pretty good description of me, if I'm being honest. Now, who is uh, invested in the stock market here? Because I, I did. Um, Omar will go first. So Dale can build up an Atticus, Atticus Finch rebuttal. Thank you. I appreciate graduation part one, part two. I, In fact, 
in the primaries, I voted for graduation part one, part two. We both did. That's not but special. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, that episode ends up being a CGI snake and a crane shot. Which, and I appreciate the other stuff that goes into it, but the fight itself is of a CGI snake, a crane shot, and an explosion that happens uh, away from our characters that woke up everyone in Torrance. Whereas Hush, what I like about it is the threat slowly develops throughout the episode. It's an amazing monster. And also, it has a really great, deep-seated, emotional exploration of our characters' relationships. Graduation delivers on the fact that all of our friends are coming together. What I love about Hush is we're trying to explore how do these people communicate aside from their witticisms, aside from all their, like, connective college experiences? How can we show that we appreciate each other? For example, there's hugs, right? There's pointing, there's like little whiteboard like gesticulations and stuff like that. That's the kind of stuff that makes Hush a really deep episode that you can visit over and over again. And that's what I like about it. Now I'm going to throw it over to my uh, to the to, to 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 my prosecutor over there. Your prosecutor. All right. Um, I'm not going to be Atticus Finch. I'm just going to tell it like it is. Because <laughs> apparently that wins. <laughs> that's elections. already such a court line. That's such a <laughs> lawyer line. <laughs> and Atticus did tell it no, like it was. I might not be a big city Atticus Finch, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, first things first, I'm just going to give a little bit of uh, an extra shove to Omar's argument. He's forgetting that uh, the end of Hush is just genius. The fact that once they get their voices back, they uh, don't have anything to say to one another. Buffy and Riley. That's a brilliant moment. Well, they don't it's wonderful, know how. the silence at the yeah. end of the episode. Truly. Thank you, prosecutor. Yeah. Now, uh, beyond that, um, A, I never want to be around you in a situation where we've lost our voices because oh no i love talking i need it i need it i need it a lot anyway so (laughs) (laughs) my episode graduation day part one part two i had thoughts on hush all right i had thoughts graduation day part one part two covers so much and i understand it's already got an advantage being two episodes rather than one episode but it it just covers so many important things. You've had to build up the whole season of Faith as a character, as a villain, as a foil, as so many things. And we've we've all got this kind of, or I think most of us, uh, have this affection for Faith despite her going down this wrong path that uh, once, once you're past enemies, you're like, well, I guess she's on the baddies team now. And we see the culmination of that. We see the culmination of Faith and her relationship with the mayor. We see the culmination of Faith and her relationship with Buffy. We see the culmination of Buffy and the the stuff going on in her relationship with, the, with Angel. We have uh, the relationship with everyone in the Scooby gang and the students of Sunnydale High School. We have freaking Snyder. Like, it's, it's such an end of an era. And it really, it embodies that. It's like they're finishing high school. We gotta make this big. We gotta go big or go home. And they cover everything that you could possibly want them to cover. Again, it's one of my favorite things that they let all the other students uh, at the high school arm up and join into the battle, which saying the battle is just a big snake. How dare you? There are plenty of vampires. (laughs) There's an eclipse and everything. Come on, come on. Everyone's fighting. We have to watch Harmony die. Um, or do we? Oh, spoilers. Because we can do that now. Um, <laughs> Spoiler alert, she becomes a vampire and then betrays Angel at the end of Angel. She's great, and then it's like, no! Whatever. <laughs> Is that bad that I keep on just, like, jumping on bad spoilers? No, it's great. Sorry, I love it. I love it. It's your new okay. thing. Um, 
I actually it was a rebrand. I genuinely we got a good Chris one, one of my um, biggest disappointments with season seven uh, is that we didn't get an ending that was like that, where they allowed the other people. Mm-hmm. Like we got more slayers out of it, but I would have loved to have seen the people of Sunnydale sort of come together against a supernatural threat. That's a good that argument. A I'm going to go thing. ahead and also um, double up on that. That's really good. Yeah, yeah really thank good. you. Um, and it's a great crane shot. Um, that bit where they're all <laughs> sitting around together looking at the blown-up school. Wonderful. Just talking about it like it's super normal. And then on top of that, it 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 becomes something that impacts the rest of the series. Like, you go back to the blown-up husk of the school. They reference the ending of Sunnydale High School and you don't get another school until freaking season seven until lessons you know it's like this huge mark on the whole series the whole way through Mm, pretty good arguments on both sides the judges are conferring both arguments good and one thing it's gonna tip it over the edge inside my own mind gonna throw it on the fire and also reveal the answer at the same time okay Giles giving Buffy her diploma. Graduation day wins. Oh, yay! That's me. I'm sorry. Graduation day won because of an argument piece that was not included in the original argument? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's okay. a good argument, though. Plus the rest. Plus the rest. <laughs> also, doesn't have Riley in it. Mm. I'm sad that we don't see more of Olivia. Yeah. I know. I like more of that. Olivia, in two episodes. Riley, in a whole shit ton. <laughs> Lot of them. I'm always surprised that um, that uh, Matt Lucas doesn't go to any of the uh, reunions. I don't know whether he's not invited because people hate Riley or what, but I'm like, you weren't Riley, man. You shouldn't be held accountable. He, I don't Mark think, Lucas. is in the industry yeah. anymore. Mark Lucas. Look he him was up in on an Instagram. episode of he's Castle. Like... He had amnesia. Was he? Yeah. Take it. He was he also... didn't remember playing Riley. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't. He was also in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back as the Fred of the Scooby Doo gang they run into. That's true. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is a little joke in itself. But uh, maybe he is here and there. Friend. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Mark Blucas retired from acting for the most part mm-hmm. because of the fact that his character was so hated. Uh, quick, uh, quick little talk about hated characters, Riley and Don. Not saying that you need to hate them as a listener, but they were generally hated i would say by like the hordes of people who gather sure it's not a foundless comment Mm -hmm. um and i really this actually really made me sad but in um and maybe it'll make people not do this anymore and it feels like they've mostly stopped doing it but in the buffy sing-alongs where there's like whenever dawn shows up everybody else shut up dawn um Michelle Trachtenberg showed up at a sing-along once, being like, yay, Buffy sing-along, it's going to be so awesome. And she went in, and everyone was screaming, shut up, Don, at the uh, at the screen, and she ran out in no! tears. So you know what, everybody? Don't say shut up, Don. Please don't do that. That, put, that really puts a hole in the world, and we really wish we could just spin the bottle. Which is amazing, because that is actually the next bracket we have left today to solve in order to find out which of those two episodes in Angel will win. All right, so Chris, go ahead and count us down. This is between a hole in the the world world and spin the bottle. A hole in the world and spin the bottle. Are you ready, Dale? Three, two, one. A hole in the world. world. (gasps) For sure. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to say spin the bottle. I wanted to, because I knew that it would, like, mix things up, especially since I argued against spin the bottle in the previous one. But it's just because the concept of spin the bottle is so good. It's such a brilliant concept, but ultimately, 
execution wise. But it is also sort of recycled. There's also such a great Lovecraftian aspect of Hole in the World where it's like really freaky. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just really freaky that they're like our planet is not what it seems because of like these eternal beings that influence it more than we could ever even conceive. Mm-hmm. And someone as crazy as Spike, who's like such an ultimate baddie in Buffy, is instantly humbled by seeing the powers that be. Yes. And also it's like the whole question of why did we accept this offer from Wolfram and Hart finally comes to bear in the answer of you made the wrong decision, Angel. Mm. You made the wrong decision. And, yeah. go and you hurt the people more. around you. Yes, he will. Like going to IDW. <laughs> and that is the conclusion of this week's bracket breakdown that's right we are in the midst the mist and the mysticism of our buffy march madness and if you're like it hasn't been march for a long time you're not thinking of the right march chris what are the two buffy episodes that'll face off next week next week in the grand showdown we have once more with feeling versus graduation days part one and two and how about for angel what are the two for episodes? angel we have not fade away versus a hole in the world wow that's actually a really good lineup and if you're like oh my gosh i can't wait another week to find out what's going on with these fine people People. Don't worry, you don't got it, because there's a thing called social media, unless it doesn't exist in the future because we recorded this in the past. But I'm going to bet that it does, and since it does, Dale, where can they find you? Hey, you can find me on YouTube. I talk about lots of things, including, um, such as, and do you remember that beauty contest thing? Yep. Where the, yeah, yep. that's what I was trying <laughs> yep. to see. I was such as the South that, Africa. Gonna, yeah. yep. Anyway, um, I make videos about lots of stuff like uh, mythology and nerdy things and werewolves and so that's uh, youtube.com forward slash monarchs factory and I also talk about all those things on twitter at daily Dale. there it is how about you Chris where can people find you hey um you can find me on the latest episode of see Jurassic right with Stephen Ray Morris um but you know that's not my project it's his but i am there you can find me on twitter and instagram as a montioc and you can find me on chrispromonte.com i'm over to jean that's my wizard name you can also find me at omar jean film on instagram and you can find anything and everything sunnydale Sutter group related at ssg podcast again it's at ssg podcast on twitter sunnydale Sutter group on instagram sunnydale Sutter group on facebook and sunnydale Sutter group on the zeitheist network that's right we're in the zeitheist network it's an amazing network of podcasts so please check out all the wonderful shows zeitheist Take a moment. That's what it means. All right. Next week, we figure out what's the best Buffy episode, what's the best Angel episode, and what's the best Buffy Angel episode. Until then, pack up your bags, pack up your books. We'll see you then.